0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Tech Niche Tips. I am your host, Joseph, and I'm so excited to have you on again for another Q&A. Now, these live conversations, these live interviews have been lit. I'm not going to lie. And so I love for all my LinkedIn family. I love for all my uh, Facebook family, for the YouTube community. You know, if you guys have any questions as we're talking, if you guys have any thoughts, Man, I would love to kind of have you on this with me right now. And so I have my guests coming on. But before we do that, let's talk a little bit. There's a couple of things happening. For one, if you missed last week's episode, I did announce that as a channel family, the YouTube community, we have been able to pass our pass that a thousand subscriber mark. And I was looking at when I started and when I really started doing these interviews, when I really started reaching out to people and doing this, Man, that was January 8th of this year. (laughs) I thought it was like like last year or something. No, it was January 8th. And so I think for the the, the things that we've been talking about, it's been amazing to kind of see just everything grow. And I'm just really excited uh, to just kind of be able to kind of talk about it. It It's just wonderful. So if you haven't already, go ahead and go to the channel and subscribe. And another thing I want to add on top of that is there's something special that was happening this upcoming Monday. I have a panel of guests that are joining me to discuss tech bootcamp versus, that means basically one bootcamp versus another. Um, And it's not in the sense of being combative. It's actually in the sense of creating dialogue to talk further about basically what it is that you know we were able to find in regards to the cost of each boot camp the value the support that we felt um we're going to talk about it all and again this is not to bash any particular boot camp it's, it's just to give people an option to kind of hear from students that have gone through it hear honest feedback you know uh we talk about the good bad and ugly of both boot camps so you definitely want to be there for that conversation as we talk about that and more. So so with that being said, I'm so glad that you have joined me on this conversation. I'm going to bring my guest on right now. Um, So she's going to be coming on in a moment. But before I do that, just write down, drop in the comment section right now below, where are you tuning in from? I'm always curious because it it really kind of opens my eyes when I see, man, uh, where people are coming in and looking in from. And so if it happens to be now or later, just let me know. I'm really excited to kind of find that out, but just put in the comment section where you're tuning in from. If you're tuning in from uh, America or even internationally, i love to do that. But without further ado, I'm going to bring my guest on right now, um, and we're going to be talking about the power of networking, uh, especially in the tech industry, the importance of it and the power of it. And so without further ado, I'm going to bring on my guest and Let's see if Ada ready. Yep, I'm going to bring her on and we're going to have this conversation. Awesome. So, hey, how are you doing there? I'm so glad to have you on, Ada.
1: Hi, 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 Joseph. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to delve in and just, you know, do the work. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's great. And I and just, I'm always, like I tell people this, I'm historically bad with names. I, how do you pronounce your first name? I just want to make sure I pronounce it correctly.
1: So my first name is Ada.
0: A-da. A-da. Ooh. i think I i'm think nigerian
1: my... oh by... nigerian yes by way of my parents
0: oh that's beautiful so we gotta talk okay i know we i know we're talking about tech but we gotta talk about the food who has the best jollof rice oh
1: nigerians by far <laughs> i mean that is not debatable
0: at Ooh. all oh <laughs> my goodness the kenyans everybody's gonna start fighting in here now um uh, Put it in the description below. Who do you think has the best jollof rice? Because, I mean, first of all, come the Come on, food, y'all.
1: Y'all know who to pick. <laughs> you know. You know. It's, if it's not the jollof rice, it's the Afro oh. I mean, we come ready.
0: Yes. Oh, man. This is going to be exciting. So, with that being said, how I like to start these conversations, just to refresh those that are coming new. T- and, uh, oh, wait. I got some people that actually tuned in here that says they're from Emporia Kansas awesome i see awesome. somebody from Atlanta Georgia that's tuning in oh scott i see you as well operation tech takeover all right man peace and blessings brother good to see you again scott uh so yeah no i'm glad that everybody's tuning in feel free to share this as well this is going to be a fun conversation uh but those who are new to this i want to kind of also say the format is the boots to the brain boots is symbolic of the journey ada has right that's it right Yes. Ah, pretty beautiful. The Ada has taken to get to where she is right now. And then the brain is symbolic of the mindset that one needs to have, not to only be where Ada is, but to also scale from there. So without further yes. ado, let's just talk a little bit about your background. Where are you are from? Where are you born? I know you saw, you saw your parents were from Nigeria. Were you born in Nigeria as well?
1: Yeah, so I was born to two immigrant students who graduated from the University of Texas, whoop whoop, Um, and so my parents were college sweethearts they met they had three of us, I and two of my older brothers And so we were born in Houston, Texas, and then my parents decided to move back to Nigeria, their home country. My dad had this, you know, crazy dream of like going back and building hotels and restaurants and just uh, my mom also has a background in accounting, restaurant management and uh, hotel management. So um, they had this vision, I guess, more so my dad and my mom was going to ride along for the, you know, for the journey. And so they moved back when I was two years old to Nigeria. And so I ra- I was raised in Nigeria, and came back at the age of 16, went to the University of Arizona, graduated from there. And um, a few years later, moved down here to Texas, I knew I was always gonna come back to Texas. It was just something magnetic about being here, um, not just because I was born here, but because of just, it's a Greenland, you know, it's flourishing, it's ever evolving. And um, it's a good place to not only advance your career, but also, you know, to grow your business or just become a brand of your own. So I knew I was always gonna come back.
0: Wow that that's amazing so you you started in texas you went back to nigeria i mean it must have been not that big of a shock to you because you were so young but can you talk about growing up in nigeria for those who have a context of it like how was life there versus in
1: texas? <laughs> so life in nigeria was quite hard because at you know, somewhere along the line, when I was still very young, my dad passed away. And so my mom had to raise mm-hmm. three of us um, and just get along. And it was always that thing of, you guys are going to go back to America, you know, you're American citizens, you are born there. So you will go back. And so I had that in the back of my head that, you know, There was always going to be a time of uh, reckoning or like going back. So, but being raised in Nigeria and knowing like um, going through the difficulties and knowing that it's like, dang, I could really dip out uh, (laughs) was quite tricky, you know. Um, Just going to school, going to um, a military school, um, Mm -hmm. and Um, having to wear uniforms sometimes not not having three square meals and stuff like that but my mom really did strive to make sure that we had the best and so um, I definitely credit I definitely credit her and God for um, just keeping us on course we went to church like five days a week so that too
0: (laughs) I know that is All night prayer meetings.
1: <laughs> oh, boy. You must know a thing about Nigerian churches.
0: <laughs> I know a thing about churches, period. Uh, and so, so no that, no, that is that is that is really, really good. And first of all, uh, I want to start by saying happy Mother's Day to your mother. Tomorrow yes. is Mother's Day. So all the mothers in the chat, happy Mother's Day to you. If you're a mother, go ahead and put yes. it down in the chat. Say thank you. If you are a mother, go ahead and light it down in the chat. You can even put how many kids you want if you want to get a you know a competition. <laughs> um, I want to say that first, but also I want to say I know it's probably been years, but my condolences for the passing of your father. It it really when we lose somebody, it 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 it's different over time, but it's not ne- necessarily easy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. And So I just wanted to make sure I acknowledge those two things before we continue the conversation. Um. But yeah, uh, absolutely. And so now let's talk a little bit. You you moved back to Texas, right? And you get into tech. Like, can you talk about your tech, your tech story? And then we're gonna talk a little bit more about other things. But very interesting. How did you get into involved in the tech industry?
1: Awesome. So I got involved in the tech industry through mentorship. And I, you know, I talk about I talk about, I brag about mentorship to a lot of people um, because mentorship is really another um, form. It's kind of like a branch of networking. And so that was how I got into tech. And honestly, um, just getting into tech was not always easy, um, I would say. Uh, but just being here now has really afforded me to use my brain power and. Um, just transitioning from being in Arizona to um, being in tech here in Texas, it's a little bit of a difference, but um, I definitely would say that um, just Texas is it. I think being in tech, working in tech in Texas um, really is um, affords you opportunities to meet others as well. Um, There's like, especially Dallas is so saturated with, you know, um, tech companies, um, tech professionals, tech events and things of that nature. So, and also this year, I just kind of had, uh, came to a moment of, of, um, I guess maybe an epiphany of wanting to stretch beyond just, um, enjoying the benefits of working in tech, but also helping others to cross over to bridge that gap, especially for women of color.
0: Mm. Wow yeah so it it sounds to me that networking mentorship, and networking that basically is what got you to where you are right now in yes. tech um and i and I know that we're not gonna really spend too much time on it, but currently, for people who don't not know your role right now is a, as a project manager is that correct? I'm sorry, your role in tech currently is like as a project uh, manager is that correct? Yes okay. so I'm
1: a project manager, but also. Off, off the clock. too. I manage a lot of. Um, pro- I've been able to work with a lot of um, creative projects. I would say on social media.
0: Nice, nice, and and just to because people when they come to our channel uh, here at Technique Tips, they want to know like okay, um, a little bit about the different aspects or or what people can do in tech, because some people are interested in tech sales, some people are interested in IT, digital marketing, some people want to be a sales engineer, a solutions architect, list goes on and on. Really briefly, and then we'll move on. What would you say entails a job of a project manager? Because they are curious, I don't want to spend too much time, but just a little bit, what does a project manager do? And, and how can they get into a role like that?
1: Great. So um, first of all, to become a, a solid and effective project manager, you have to have a certain set of skills, which is good, effective communication, yeah. um, managing multiple tasks, um, being able to delegate and being a leader, um, having the mindset, an agile mindset, and just being able to negotiate between whether it be team members, stakeholders, um, the POs, like you know, product owners and things of that nature. So, um, as a project manager on a day to day, I'm able to do just that. I'm sorry. My screen blanked for a second. So as a project manager on a day-to-day, I'm able to manage different parties. I would call myself a glorified middleman or middle woman, I, I guess I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just a little bit about project management. So if you know that you're the kind of person who you have the uh personality of delegating or being a leader of managing multiple tasks of uh, overseeing planning um and different um being able to be being adjustable in in the working environment then perhaps project management is there for you but then there's other um there's different, uh, aspects. Now I'm not a technical project manager. I'm more on the operational functional side. Mm-hmm. And so that suits my personality more. But when you come to more of a technical side, then you're looking more delving more deeper into, you know, the softwares and the tools and all, and all of that. But, um, Project management is very broad, you know, very, but I would say if you're a good planner, you're a good negotiator, you're a strategist, you're good with managing multiple teams, then yes, that could be a good fit for you.
0: Not to be inclusive, but when you said all those different things, and I'm thinking about tomorrow, I'm like... That defines a lot of mothers. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> to, yes, yes. Manage teams, different yes. events. They have to, they have to negotiate with the, with the kids. Like, no, you cannot do this now. <laughs> yes. I'm like, so mothers, if you you're, you're not a manage-
1: yes man, you know, or a yes woman.
0: Yeah. Ooh. I
1: definitely, I, I'm glad that you mentioned that because a lot of women are scared of, you know, management, mm. but in the in the home as a role even if you're not a mother yet as a wife you know as a woman your mind is constantly thinking about details you know um documentation and uh you know keeping schedule on track all those different things organization so being able to manage a home is a is like a project on a larger capacity so um that's why i encourage women especially women of Of color, get into project management, get into other tech roles um, that are very operational that you know you have the natural God-given skill to be successful at.
0: Wow, 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 wow. So if you're listening, and I'm not trying to be too inclusive, so I'm (laughs) going to, I'm only speaking to the ladies foremost right now because tomorrow's Mother's Day, but if you're interested in a, a tech background like this and you kind of already have the the transferable skills then project management might be a thing you want to consider and 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 they might be asking okay i i hear that i do take care of my household but on paper like what type of experience do i need to put down like can i put down motherhood like like what can i put (laughs) down in order to be like to stand out in order for uh companies to take me seriously i may not have a degree I may have a degree, like what are the qualifications and uh, experience or prerequisites?
1: I'm sorry, come again.
0: I would say, what are the qualifications or Hello? the prerequisites?
1: Hello, can you hear
0: me? Yep, I can hear you. I was going to say, what are the qualifications? Uh, and and okay, y'all, yeah. you know, this is. you can hear me now?
1: Yes, I can.
0: Okay, perfect. I was saying, what are the qualifications or prerequisites? In order for someone to become a project manager,
1: so some of the prerequisites definitely would be, you know, your skills. Um, also, tools that you use, like project project management, has like different tools that you can use. Microsoft MS, um, mm-hmm. you have um, you have Azure DevOps, you have Service Now. You, you have to learn how to use Jira. Jira is definitely like a huge, huge part. Um, Understanding the ITL, ITSM, um, things of that nature. Um, And I also think I would provoke you also to look on YouTube to see how some of those tools function as far as creating dashboards to track metrics um, and just being able, uh, those different tracker, um, elements in those uh, various tools. And then also, I know some people say you must get a PMP, but I, mm. over the years have learned that you don't necessarily need all the certifications to be, to be excellent at what you do. You really need to focus on the soft skills. You really need to focus on, um, what are some of the, the, natural, what what are some of the skills that come more natural to me and what are some of the ones that I can add to my portfolio as well? And so when you really focus on all of that, um, then you'll understand that getting a a certification, like most of us even got four-year college degrees that we never even used, um, you'll see that that's not the top priority. But having a PMP is great. (laughs) Having an MBA, a four year um, degree in project management is great, but I don't have a four year college degree in project management. Contrary to that, I actually studied criminal justice. So Mm. (laughs) but there's there's so many different layers to it. So don't focus so much on the schooling, but educating yourself on what are some of the things that are needed in the role. Um, And this is not just specific to project management, but all across the board.
0: Nice. That's really good. Really well said. And I think that a lot of people can take nuggets from that. And the reason why I'm actually was taking some time to kind of probe that a little bit, because as people are asking me like, hey, I want to get into tech, but I'm not really technical and I'm not really tech sales doesn't really appeal to me, but I am structured and I feel like I just want to, I just feel like I can make an impact. And I'm like, this might be actually a path to consider. I actually was talking about this to somebody, I think either yesterday or the day before. So this is a great way to segue into our conversation. Uh, but with that being said, let's talk about the things that you are doing that you're passionate about. Uh, the creatives of tech. Let's talk about like, how did you get into, well, like how did you form creatives of tech? How did you get into the networking and event space? Let's talk a little bit more about that.
1: Awesome. So creatives of tech, um we are a community for led by a woman of color myself. Um, And uh, we are a woman led community that I just created um, off of a branch of creatives of Texas. And so um, the whole premise is to develop, to, to develop, to make room to, I'm sorry, to develop, to inspire, to make room and to impact. So that is our, our mission uh, pretty much. And that's because there's, there's been such a need for women of color um, and diversity um, in the tech space. You don't see, I know now I think in 2023 there's so many tech groups and things of that nature. There, there's more people who are not gatekeepers and giving information, but it wasn't always that way. And honestly, I don't think that we can ever have too many. Um, so that was the reason why I decided to create creatives of tech to encourage women of color to know that, hey, there is a space for you in the tech industry. You don't have to be all the way technical. You could be more on the operational side. And what are some of the transferable skills that can help you to break into tech? What are some of the boot camps that you can take to leverage um, and actually get a leeway in into tech as opposed to a four-year college degree?
0: Ooh, ooh. Uh, this is good stuff, y'all. If anybody wants to find out more about the operational side of tech, put a yes in the chat, put a yes right now in the chat. I want to see people it, like I want to see how many people are like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm interested in learning more about that. I'm definitely interested in learning more about that because I think we we talk about there is so many different areas in tech. And so if we could actually take time to talk about the different areas that may not people may not be aware of, then they're like, oh, man, yeah it's it, it to, to the, I think what people are are really kind of drawn to is the culture within tech right yes the culture within tech that is is different can I'm gonna definitely dive into your event and while people are putting their yeses in the comments but can you talk to us in in general um you know it'd be company specific if you don't want to that's that's perfectly fine yeah I see a yes here um uh there you go she's like yes I want to find out more about the operational side. Uh, if you want to do so, I'm going to actually share her LinkedIn right now. We're going to go to the, to our third screen in a few, but, uh, while we do that, um, can you talk to people who may not know, like what type of tech cultures have you experienced? Because I think it might blow people's mind when they, (laughs) when they actually see it or hear for it, but for for themselves.
1: Oh yeah. The tech culture that I've seen is, um, pretty much glorifying, um, more so like tech more so just tech um tech tools and tech skills instead of really focusing on um the different variations so a lot of people are not so aware that there's the operational and functional side um that is not so heavy on the tools that you're using um and also um i think that a huge part of tech um that I feel like more people who are looking from the inside out need to know more about is networking. Um, Mm. and that, you know, that's what I'm here to talk about pretty much networking will get you not only in the door, but will help to sustain your career. Um, and Mm. also give you other opportunities. Um, and one of the things I want people to know is like, especially for women. Do not be afraid. A few days ago, because I started um, on LinkedIn, I started the 30 days break into tech, um, the 30 days roadmap to tech. And one of the things that I spoke about, because I've had a lot of people come to me for either mentorship, encouragement, advice here and there, little here and there um, by way of um, creatives of tech. And they'll say, but I'm shy. I'm shy. I'm shy." And um, I talked about that, so you'll have to check out the LinkedIn post to see what I talked about. Um, how shyness is not um, is not acceptable um, if you really want to advance your career. But um, back to that, another thing about the culture that I see is like people really focusing on just working on a day to day in their desk, you know, mm. in the in the office or working remotely, but they don't really think about themselves as a brand, every space that you have access to, you equally have opportunity to network in there. Mm. Yeah. Right. And so when you, (laughs) you're not just there, you're not just there in your company as an employee, you're actually there representing yourself as a brand. So transferring, um, looking at tech from a lens of you as a brand how can i advance myself um and even if it means job hopping um Mm. how can i do that to elevate my brand, myself as a brand as opposed to just focusing on um the company oh i work for yeah you know the big four you know Mm -hmm. the big tech Tech, um, the the Fortune fang, hundreds and the big tech ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, you you were saying like the big four, like Fang, Facebook, Apple. You know the the yeah. or the main, because it's now meta. a lot of
1: people focus yeah. on, but just like designers, you know, when you're uh, one of my friend, we had a talk about this, and um, he's also in the tech industry. And um, he's a program manager. And he was saying that the reason why he's no longer going to put money in the pocket of those designers is because they don't know him. You're adding to someone's empire. But what empire are you building for yourself? And like I said, every role that you fill in a company is an opportunity for you to build yourself and represent yourself as a brand. So um, when we really Really focus on that then you know we will there'll be a mindset shift
0: yeah yeah absolutely and with that being said I think it's a great time to talk into what you were talking about with networking and let's talk yeah. about you what you're building here at Creatives, uh, uh, Creatives of Tech and talk about that vision that you have I'm going to share it but while uh, I do that I'm going to put up something that Tiffany said Tiffany said that uh, that I, this is my current role I'm a project lead manager And then she also said right after that, that, wow, this is, that is perfectly said. It's not pushing enough to not just focus on the education part. So if you guys, we're going to actually be switching to the Q&A section in a few questions that you have for Ada, or questions that you have for myself. We're going to be talking, we're going to be having that Q&A section in a few. So go ahead and put your questions in the chat, whether you're from YouTube, from LinkedIn, go ahead and put your questions below. Uh, because we are going to be addressing that in a few. But with that being said, let's now switch to the. I want to share what I have here for everybody here, so they could see it. And uh, I want you to talk a little bit while 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 it's being shared. Can you talk a little bit about why you decided to do this? You mentioned it a little bit, but can you kind of dive into the story why why this was created?
1: Yeah. So the reason why I dived into it is because. You know, there's so many people in tech, they're making six figures, seven figures, even, you know, living lavishly, and they are romanticizing being in tech, but they're forgetting about the lar- larger pr- purpose of being able to make impact and being able to help others get in, especially for women of color. So I noticed that there's a huge disparity. And mm-hmm. so, Naturally, as a problem solver, I'm thinking like, okay, how can I be a part of the solution rather than just talking about it or maybe complaining inventing to my friend about it? Um, you know, so I on- honestly firmly believe, you know, pun intended, like if you don't see it, create it. So yeah. creatives of tech. So um, yeah. So, I know I can be long-winded that's why I'm like I'm like cautious
0: <laughs> hey this is this is this is the moment I mean y'all put put your questions in the chat for her we're gonna go into questions just now don't be don't be afraid but I and just to come yeah and
1: some of the things that we're aspiring to is creating our own events so we just yeah. started and um we just started so we're taking it a day um day by day and that's the reason why I created um this month's 30 days roadmap to tech. And when I tell you the impact that it's created, the testimonials, people DMing me and saying how beneficial it is, how they're able to learn from all the guest speakers that have come on my LinkedIn to the LinkedIn audio event to share um, is powerful. Uh, One of, this was, uh, so we had Jared, our very first, you know, Um, speaker and I'm really grateful for people like this who believe in the vision and see what we're building including yourself so when he came on he spoke about tech sales for 30 minutes when I say my notes were full and then we also had another um we had another lady who'd been working in tech for 23 years wealth of knowledge actually not her
0: Mm -hmm.
1: but um is she on this page you scroll the bottom yes she is
0: Right here? Yes. Oh, okay, great.
1: Yes. So we had Boski come on and share, you know, and not only does she just, you know, work in tech and create all that wealth for herself, now she's created a platform that can teach and train and coach others to do what she does so it's about transferring the knowledge that you have it's about making the impact at the end of the day you have god-given resources talent skills and so how are you able to pour into your community and beyond to bless others with it and so that that's pretty much my motivation on a day-to-day and then the cherry on top of the cake is you know when i'm able to see people hit me up and say Hey, this information is valuable. Like I didn't know that it was X, Y, Z. I didn't think I even stood a chance because I don't have a degree in, Mm -hmm. you know, in sales engineering. So um, I'm just I'm just grateful for the growth. The growth is because of the people who see the value in it and are supporting as well.
0: I love it. I love it. I love and, and 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 y'all go ahead and follow her. It's at creatives of tech on Instagram. So if Instagram yeah. is your place. Definitely follow her there. Is it okay for them to follow you on IG? I'm assuming I'm on oh, not IG. LinkedIn is that okay as well? LinkedIn, uh, okay. yes. All go right, ahead so. and
1: follow me. So it's my name as you see it um, on LinkedIn, and so yeah.
0: Yeah, perfect. Because I know that there are going to be some people that are going to have follow up questions for you. They may not feel comfortable necessarily <laughs> airing out their business uh, uh, here, but 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 yeah, guys. If you do feel comfortable talking, this is this is the session for especially women because uh, mother in light of Mother's Day being tomorrow, especially women who are trying to break into this space and they're trying to find different ways of doing it. This might be a way for you to actually consider breaking in, which I think is great. Uh, let's actually go back to your page that we have your, your IG real quickly. I wanted to kind of pop on a couple of things here. Now, can we talk about the job board? Is that like a specific job board that you, um, you, you're, you just like post things like you have a Slack board. Is that what it is?
1: Yeah. So, um, you can, if you can go back to that. So I randomly have people hitting me up in my DMS on LinkedIn. I have a flood of people like at least, maybe five to six a day, whether it be recruiters, whether it be just professionals, um, whether it be talent sourcers who share this information with me. And like I said, it does not take more than five seconds to screenshot and reshare. And so that's what I'm about. Um, So when they share it to me, whether it comes through my email or my LinkedIn, I immediately share it with my network. I share it with, um, I share it in the stories as well on yeah. um, on Instagram. So I think that is very um, networking also, you know, a part of the whole networking is just being able to link others, being that link that links others as well. So mm. when I share these things in my stories, only God knows how many people are able to you know, immediately hit that link and get in there and possibly get a job. So yeah. that's the goal, really.
0: Yeah. Nice. Well said. And I'm going to actually skip to this part that I like really here with the event. So these are events mm-hmm. that you were a part of or, or, or that you helped uh, create. Is that correct? So,
1: um, <sighs> so um, Mixer Cloud is a an awesome, amazing, amazing event. Um, and it's for tech professionals. Don't want to de- deal too much on that. And he just started six, I think, seven, seven months ago. He yeah. just started. And now you have 400 to 500 in one setting of tech professionals networking with each other. Mm-hmm. So you have the events in Houston and in Dallas. Then um, Higher Women Week reached out to me. Um, Lady Bird talent agency is the agency that or that created it and so they had five days with great speakers and different professionals um who were able to provide information about how to get into tech and other um other fields as a woman and so it's solely for a women's network Um, Mm. A women's career network i would wow. say and on the very final day i just hopped in there i'm like okay let's let's get in we had these little chat rooms you have a bubble you can see the person's face or the video yeah and i was just giving out information and next thing you see a, a lot of women were you know gravitating to my bubble to get more information right. so i started answering questions um as far as concerns yeah. like No question is dumb as far as I don't know, how do I even start? You know, so there was a lot of questions like that. Um, There was a lot of concerns and limitations. And I was able to dispel any fears or myths that they had um, and also sent them to my LinkedIn. And that was what really inspired me to take it further to create the 30 Days Roadmap to Tech.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. I see a question, questions rolling in. So I'm actually going to take sure. the time to switch right now to the Q&A portion of this because I, I want I want to give the people what they want and they want to talk to you. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I do see a question. I'm going to let you answer this one first. And before I do, uh, Tiffany, uh, she said yes. <laughs> to, like, I guess it's everything you said. Uh, she's like, yes. Um, and so let me go to the first question that I have. And that's from April. She has a question and I'm going to have you speak to first first to this. Do you see any older women getting into tech? And we have to define, uh, I guess, I'm trying to figure out what older would be. I want to, you know, I want to be on the safe side. So I'll let you answer that first.
1: (laughs) Okay. So you mean seasoned women?
0: Yeah, I like to say sprinkle with some salt. I think the
1: age is a thing of the mind, really. Um, Mm. But if you're being logical, you know, if you're like in your your middle aged, yes, it's never too late. I mean, there's people who are getting their high school diplomas in their 60s, there's those viral stories. Um, So the only thing stopping you is you, pretty much. So if you believe that you have the skill sets all these years and You never knew now that, you know, make a move, make a move and get in, take one of those boot, um, boot camps and, um, network, network, reach out to people. Never be, uh, never be scared to go for what you want and closed mouths never get fed. So Mm. if you really want it that bad, and if you want to make a pivot, you're never too old to pivot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, I think I agree with you because I actually was able to have a student of mine. I won't say her name, but I had a student of mine who was leaving a certain of the medical field and was transitioning into tech sales. And it was a huge, it was a huge transition for them. And so I had to take the time out, you know, and I told them, I'm like, I'm not charging you for nothing. We're going to get, my, 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 for me to get you into this industry and help you, that's my that's my reward. And she she went through, you know, through many to coaching sessions, through many tears <laughs> that was shed on both sides. Um, she was able to land a job and she would be considered she would be considered, quote unquote, a middle aged or seasoned, as we like to say, a seasoned wow. woman. And so it shows that it's not impossible. You just have to have that strong why behind it. And yeah. you have to understand that you're coming to the plate with a lot of experience, life experience, transferable skills, as as was mentioned earlier, right? And so, yes. so, so look at it as I'm going to show them how impactful I can be. Yes. And they they have they're they're they're, they're either going to say yes. And realize the value, or it's going to be no, and they're going to to lose out on you. But you are the prize. Look at yourself as the prize. Um, And I believe it will work out as you you do what Adah said to do, you know, earlier. Um, Good stuff. I actually see see, uh, Tiffany responded with something I think was really good. I also feel that a huge problem for women of color is the constant rejection. Mm. Hmm. Maybe, Maybe that is due to unknown bits. Uh, your seminar is very knowledgeable, and I really hope many take the time to view your page. I know I will. Uh, c- could you talk about this, Ada, about the, the rejection that that women of color may feel in, in general or in this industry?
1: Yes. So um, I, I think it was on Thursday when I had a branding brand messaging consultant expert in the, that has been in the game for over 10 years um, come on on the audio event on LinkedIn. And one thing she said was sometimes childhood traumas that we internalize are now become, grow into blockers in our adulthood and affects, ultimately affects our career, the way we view our careers and even advancement. So I would say the same thing along those lines. You know, if you, the way you see rejection is what's going to, either help you move forward, Mm. dust off your dust off the dirt and keep walking to the next opportunity or just sit in there and sulk. So I think that it's really powerful um, when we take ownership of whatever it is that we're looking to achieve, whether it be career or getting into tech, pivoting, whatever it may be at all, taking ownership and seeing like the areas that you can move forward in spite of blockers. One of the Mm. things that has really helped me just in life in general is understanding that I can only focus on on what I can control. If they say no, that's not because I'm less valuable. That's because I'm valuable, but they haven't seen it. Or perhaps Mm. I don't even fit into their company culture. And so I, keep walking. So, um, and also a a huge part of just um, being able to dust off your, I guess, dust off the dirt that is thrown on you is just remembering your why. Why am I doing this? Am I doing this for myself to grow and for others to impact others? Or am I doing this just to make the money and the notoriety and to say that I'm um, influ- a tech influencer or something like that. I don't know. Um, so we really need to preview our wine. I also wanted to add to that to say um, the reason why you may feel like you're not relevant in any space that you are is because you haven't taken ownership. So when you fully come into yourself and occupy that environment, like even if it's maybe at a call center that you're working at right now, and you've already envisioned breaking into tech and making multiple six figures, something like that, right? Take ownership of that customer call center that you're working at right now that is making you $12 an hour. Take ownership of that environment, advance yourself, study on your off hours, um, find information that is going to improve and boost that vision with that is already growing in you. And then ultimately that's gonna step set you up to step into that new pivot
0: yeah and Adash she's speaking to she's speaking to to, 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 to the congregation at large right <laughs> everybody that's listening in she, that was for that was not just for uh for Tiffany obviously that was for everybody so if you find yourself in that place where she says own where you're at and and really try to excel and you'll be there uh, where you want to be eventually. Uh, I'm going to go back to April real quickly. She said, thank you. I just thought about something because you did point put your age in the chat. I'm not going to put your age <laughs> out there, but uh, you did put your age in the chat. And my wife is the same age and she is now pivoting into being a licensed mental health counselor. Like she's doing her internship now. So, so I don't want you to feel like it's too late. Uh, she's making a career change, a career move. Uh, she's changing careers literally at the same age that you are so you can do it you can do, it. Yes, done, so do it yeah
1: i applaud you for also being vulnerable and you know stepping up and speaking about that
0: yeah absolutely so i'm I'm not going to take too much of Adah's time she's very busy uh she actually was able to grace us this morning with her presence so i'm not gonna take too much i'm gonna have time for about one or two more questions maybe three so i would encourage you if you have questions to put it right now, while the time is there, while, (laughs) while she's with us, but yeah, no, I think that was a really good, a really good point to make, Uh, you know, it, we we experience rejection on so many levels from the moment we're born to, to the the moment that we die, Uh, but I love what you said, is that sometimes people do not, it's not that you don't have value, it's just that some, they don't see the value, and we forget that a lot, we forget that a lot, all right, so I'm just waiting for the questions to come so in. So don't
1: take it personal. Mm-hmm. Don't take it personal. Yeah. I can also, just while we're waiting on the questions, I can also share, um, you know, five ways that you can network yourself. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I previously mentioned you can network at your job, your current um, employment that you hold right now, you can network that way. Um, just find a few trusted people who who care about you or like have your best interest at, at hand. So you can network that way. Um, then another way you can network on social media. So using Instagram, number two is a way to network. You can create a vision board. Um, you can create a vision board page account. Right. And just document let it be it could be your diary. Um, I think I recently heard about a guy also that used TikTok. You know, he used TikTok to <laughs> get to the heart of the employers. and bam, that that was how he landed himself in Microsoft oh. by using TikTok to brand himself. And now he's beyond he's he, he's not just working in tech now. But also getting brand deals as a content creator. So he's diversifying his, in, his streams of income. Um, LinkedIn. LinkedIn is powerful. You don't oh. even need to leave your house to network these days. So use LinkedIn. Milk that thing. You know, create a profile that stands out. Brand yourself, not just the company that you're working at. Um, and also... Find out the different boot camps. Go go ahead and follow them. Find out the different key key stakeholders. You know the stakeholders mm-hmm. in the tech industry. Follow them and find out valuable information on their pages as well. Um, I know Tech is New Black is like a very great podcast, just like this podcast. Mm-hmm. Even Jared now Harvey, yeah. as we we're speaking, if you found this, you're on the right track. Um, I think I mentioned. I mentioned um LinkedIn, I mentioned Instagram, I mentioned TikTok, um, okay. event brights. So find out networking, um, tech networking events in your area and go to them. Pay that twenty, thirty dollars and get 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 you in the room. Get in the room, you know, give yourself that opportunity. Um and then fourth. One was Meetup. I believe Meetup. I just mm-hmm. joined Meetup. And so because I'm going to be creating events, um, I want to be on Meetup. I want to be on Eventbrite so that I can create special events. And if you are looking to attend such events, go on Meetup and you'll find those, um, those groups.
0: Yeah, I've heard amazing things about networking, not just through LinkedIn, but like meeting up. Uh, do, do, do either through Eventbrite or Meetup. Like, I've, I've heard great things about it. Can you kind of paint a picture? And this is my question while we're waiting for a question, but can you kind of paint a picture of how powerful attending a tech networking event can be, a, a mixer or whatever? How powerful it can be, how life changing it could be? Could you give like an example of that?
1: Yes. So, wow. Who? good question, first of all the power of networking at like meeting people in person Definitely. is that first of all, they get to see your personality. So please um. have you a personality <laughs> show up as yourself, yeah. right? Um, show up as yourself, be personable, right? Walk up to them, to the recruiters. If they have those um, recruiter stands, go mm-hmm. up to them, throw in a joke, be personable, be friendly. Um, Let them know you beyond just your skills. Oh, by the way, I have blah, blah, blah number of years of experience. Yes, that's great. There's tons of other people, but there's something that makes you dynamic. And so that is your power right there when you walk into a physical networking event. Another thing about networking events is that you can also be a part of the team. Like I volunteered at the mix of cloud and I was able to, I barely even got a chance to um, sit (laughs) be in the actual room because I was walking around, you know, making sure people were, were cool, you know, talking about also creatives of tech. And just from that I was I was able to get mentees, mentors, everything. So um, just that dialogue, um, and um, I think another one is also if you are a content creator too, you know you can share your social media and they can reach out to you. But number one, like key thing is you're able to add those connections on your LinkedIn um, by being able to physically network and getting in the room and seeing those people.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. I put volunteer at networking events, gem, Uh, because like, if you think about it, most of the times when you, when you're volunteering, you have the opportunity to to meet a lot more people uh, because you have to do different things. And then they see your work ethic. It's like you're auditioning. Uh, And so they're like, okay, I know a She kills it at X, Y, and Z. I'm calling her for the next thing. In fact, I heard about this opportunity for a You know what? I'm I'm gonna tell about this event, this this thing that they want her for. They're gonna fly her out, pay her this, da-da-da, because she was able to show up and show out. And so mm-hmm. you wanna bring your best self. I always tell this to my students, you wanna be curious, consistent, and confident. And yes. um that's a great way to show that when you're when you're in spaces like that. So I think so you I-
1: create the opportunities essentially for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you create those opportunities for yourself. And um, I guess maybe I could share this testimonial. I, I had a lady from the Higher Women Week reach out to me on Instagram. And then she said, hey, I'm going to this networking event. I'm like, hey, I'm actually volunteering at that event. Let's meet up. And so right away was like a hug. You know, it felt like I'd known her. And subsequently that led to um, just being able to get a recommendation On LinkedIn, you know, stuff like that is super key. So (laughs) don't maximize it, don't underestimate the value of getting in the room.
0: Getting in the room, don't minimize the value of getting in the room. I'm gonna throw this uh, this this comment from, from Tiffany here, and I think we'll wrap it up after this. But she says, yes. Those words need to be heard. And she's talking about the words that you said regarding rejection earlier. I've had so much rejection and had to take a minute and inform myself that I am valuable and I know my worth. This has landed me in the position that I am today. And she said earlier, she's a project lead manager. We need to focus on our brand, like you said, which is ourselves. Drop the mic, Tiffany, drop the mic. (laughs) <laughs>
1: yeah Boom. the sound effects
0: <laughs> i need to get that <laughs> or something like i need to get <laughs> i need to get something for like moments like that but yeah. Tiffany is so right like you know uh we've all experienced imposter syndrome we've all experienced rejection we've all experienced these these negative emotions that can that can affect us but we have to remind ourselves that it's not that we're not valuable it's just that they have not seen our value yet and with that being said I'm going to just put up here real quickly. um, This uh, your LinkedIn again. I want people to see it, right? I want people to connect with you, especially women who are looking to break into tech. You see it right here. Go ahead. The link is in the description on all on whether it's Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. Her LinkedIn information is there. Click on it. Send her a friend's request. She actually wants to help you break into tech. She wants to make a difference. Yes, if you're, this yeah.
1: year has really been a year where I've set out to say, you know, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to take it upon myself because I see too many people saying, you know, what the benefits, the glories about, you know, being in tech, but they never share the story or how to even get there. So mm. if I may even say, like, I just want to thank all the people who have believed in me, upon till this season of my journey I want to thank those people who believed in me when you know I wanted to give up on myself and when I didn't feel like okay you know like you have you have a vision you're like okay let me create this community but you're like okay how am I gonna get how how am I gonna get people to co-sign to this but now, just looking at how I've been able to start and garner a lot of support, I want to thank those people who have supported me from day one or who are supporting me starting today. So, yeah, and it really does mean a lot to me.
0: Absolutely. Let's, let's support our sister, Ada, because she has some stuff down that's coming down the pipe and we want to be able to support one another. We absolutely do. So with that being said, family, we're going to conclude right here. Thank you to everybody that was watching and stayed on. We appreciate you sincerely. And like I always say, family, until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care.